Happy Halloween, guys, and welcome to Cinema Hangover, where three completely unqualified individuals drink and talk about movies. My name is Shannon. I'm here with my co-host, Oliver and Taylor. Woo! Yo, yo. All right. <laughs> you, you're we ready for anticipation. You're about to open that shit right now. Let's go. An in-sync can opening. Ready? Go. Yeah, boy. Like mm. way too much effort. Smells pretty good too. Right. What are we drinking, Taylor? Oh, this smells good. Okay, so this mm. is the Black Plague Brewing out of California. Yay! Shannon and I have actually been there. Yeah. Apparently, and uh, right now we have two different variations. It's the In My Darkest Sour, which is a mixture of strawberries, blackberries, and blueberries. All mm-hmm, that nice good. shit. And we also have an IPA called Beautiful Oblivion IPA from the same company, yeah. which I am excited. So we're trying out the sour first, but then we'll most likely pop up the IPA. The IPA. Yeah. And the names, I feel like, are pretty fitting for the movie that we're talking about. That's why I picked them out at the liquor store. Oh, yeah. my God. And it was a pretty In my darkest sour sweet brewery. Uh, it was. I'm not going to lie. Oh, damn. Ooh, Anyone listening ooh. to this, I oh, recommend looking taste. up Black Plague and Brewing and just mm-hmm. looking up the art. They oh, have dude. great merch. Yeah, they do. It's a good taste. From it. And today we're talking about a Halloween theme. Well, it's not really Halloween theme. I mean, it's I like guess it's horror. It's, it's a horror. horror. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, is yeah. This is in the, yeah. the spirit of the Anything holidays. Horror, I feel like it's Halloween. Okay, yeah. well, it's not. T- it doesn't take place during Halloween. It doesn't matter. But whatever. Okay, it doesn't matter. That you know. A oh. a pretty divisive movie. Oh, Exorcist Believer just came out. Mm-hmm. So just twenty twenty three. So just a quick note. I um did a quick like check in on the film just to get a sense of like where lands in the franchise apparently this is like if i'm not mistaken is this like the sixth film of like the exorcist like that sounds right like, like holy fifth. shit like I there's knew... a lot there's a lot of them yeah like <laughs> i know there was like the first one i knew i knew they made a sequel ish but i didn't realize it was six i know films. there's exorcist i think in order there's like exorcist exorcist 2 heretic exorcist 3 uh, which has another a subtitle as well, and then there's like Exorcist Beginnings or something like that. What the fuck? That's four. What? And then there's probably yeah, six is probably right. I don't know. Dad, None of them are very good except for the first. <laughs> Actually, the third is kind of a sleeper hit. Maybe oh, really? that should have been a podcast episode. Oh shit! Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, but the second one is <clears throat> pretty pretty widely panned, coming after <laughs> Exorcist. And uh, we'll get into it more, but people fucking hate this movie. Whoa! They hate this one? But we'll get into this. We'll get it. Yeah, we'll get into it a little later. At first, kind of want to give a brief synopsis about what this movie is even about. Let's do it. So, Exorcist Believer is about, I guess the synopsis straight off the site is, when his daughter, Angela, and her friend Catherine show signs of demonic possession, it unleashes a chain of events that forces single father Victor Fielding to confront the nadir of evil. Terrified and desperate, he seeks out Chris McNeil, the only person alive who's witnessed anything like it before. Dun, dun, dun. Ooh. And that's pretty much accurate, I think. No. Yeah, like, it's not it's, much I'd add to that synopsis. Yeah, without spoilers, and it really did just come out, so oh, yeah, it did. we have to be careful about spoilers before we, you know, jump into it, I think. But True. That's basically it. That's kind yeah. of what the trailer shows you as well. So, in regards to spoilers, now... This in of itself shouldn't be too much of a spoiler, but the only spoiler worthy element of the film is what happens in the end. I mean, Would... I guess, okay, so here's the facts, right? The facts. Based off of what we just said, you know that there are two people, like two girls that get possessed, mm-hmm. and it's Based called... The trailers of the movie. There's... Right. Yeah. And it's literally called Exorcist Believer, so you know there's an exorcism. Yep. So based on that, 
you <clears throat> I, you could talk about that stuff, but I don't think that we should go into too many spoilers until we decide to just yeah, like the tail end blow type the, of deal. Blow the How do you even this. talk about this without being without getting into spoilers? Well, I think with a good portion of the film, like the only truly twist worthy or anything that's like super big would be near the end. Like the majority of it you can definitely explore without being too much of a spoiler because yeah. it kind of like... It well, I was going to say, into the with my my realm. hot take, and maybe it's not my hot take, because maybe take. it's the world's hot take, not a lot happens in this movie until the exorcism. Okay, so... This is a heavy build-up movie until me, like the last like quarter. I, I let, me <laughs> set, let me set something straight here oh, yeah. for people, <laughs> oh, shit. people listening. Setting expectations. And maybe this is part of the reason why people hate this movie so much. Mm-hmm. I, we should. That's probably a deep dive in itself. Yeah. But yeah. I think this movie isn't really like even a horror movie for the first yeah. like two thirds of it almost. It's more of like a crime thriller mm-hmm. for quite a bit of it. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. then it, and then it becomes a horror movie. And my highly controversial opinion is that I actually really liked that. I actually thought that the stuff oh. that maybe this is a spoiler of how I feel about the movie. I don't I don't know, but I felt like the best part of the movie was actually prior to the final act, the exorcism, which is usually what you would see this movie for. I actually think like everything leading up to it was pretty good. I mean, like, I could I could definitely see that. I think the thing is though is when you're going to the Exorcist movie, or the Exorcist movie, you're kind of expecting something else. So, so For sure. And you, I think it tries to capitalize on that at the end. Yeah. It tries to go like way over the top, <laughs> which I have far. like, yeah, thoughts on as well. And I don't want to spoil anything yet. But I think if you're going in, I mean, the first Exorcist, we actually, Shane and I just watched that before watching this one, like rewatched and it. And I'll be honest, I never saw The Exorcist ever. So I thought wow. that I had. What? And then. Wait, we were like, we, we're going to watch it again. Did you confuse it for Poltergeist or something like that? I confused it for something. Damn. I had never seen She's it. She's just kind of confused. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. I was like, I can't argue that. I was like, I've seen it, Oliver. I've fucking seen it. And then oh, we plugged it in within this. like two minutes. She was like. I no, I waited. A, I waited a long. I waited a while to say something. I was uh-huh. like, "No, maybe it's just like gonna come back to me." Like, I I know I've seen it. What was the moment you realized? Like, nope. Pretty early on. It's like first five I don't minutes. know if it was that early on. Maybe twenty. But what but, what were you saying yeah. though? Oh yeah. What, what about it? about the original Exorcist? We just watched. It. Or was that it? Was that the? Oh, just thought, that I, seen it. <laughs> I think I think the first Exorcist really just kind of like gets right into it, and it's you yeah. know it's called the Exorcist. There's a lot, so it makes a lot of that. sense. Uh, and I have man, I got a lot of hot takes about the but original I'm gonna save it. Exorcist. I, I got a lot of hot takes about both of these movies. Kinda. Really? Yeah. Wait, hold up, pause. Okay, so wait, like if I'm not mistaken, wasn't the Exorcist? So the original Exorcist came out in like what seventy three or some shit like that. Something like that. So. Wasn't this during the era of like the introduction of like the staples of the horror genre, like yeah. Freddy and like, uh, not J- Freddy, like that came out in the seventies, right? No, slashers really that became big in like the eighties. Yeah, Fair. so this is like Texas Chainsaw A- Massacre. This is Alien. like kind of when Alien, I think, was eighty. No, 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 Alien. The, the original Maybe. Alien came out in the seventies, late seventies. Okay, fine, late. 70s, okay, yeah. that's right. No, but this was kind of like <laughs> I think horror became like horror became a little more mainstream and that's probably not even the right 
term because it hasn't really become mainstream until recent history. Really? But, I mean, like... Yeah, I mean, uh, and I think uh, movies like, you know, Exorcist and Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original one, mm-hmm. um, they kind of blew open the door for genre movies in mm-hmm. similar vein. And this movie was kind of like, uh, I mean, there's a part of the reason why it's so famous and so beloved, besides the fact that it's like just a good movie, mm-hmm. is that it has like a pretty infamous history of how it was made. The original Exorcist wasn't it similar case with like the Poltergeist? People as think well? that people think like it's just cursed. Like people think like the original Pol- the Poltergeist, the original Exorcist movie, just had like a really shitty production history. Mm-hmm. Um, tons of things went wrong. Uh, William Friedkin is kind of just a lunatic as a director on set. And the product that he delivered from it is really cool. But, you know, with that comes this level of infamy that has carried on now, even, you know, 50 years later. Well, it's curious you mentioned the infamy bit because as uh, the idea of like another movie, Poltergeist, that had a similar air of infamy with it as well. And was that 80s as well? Was that also 70s? Okay, that was 80s as well. So there has this, I'm not sure if, Mm. I'm just making me think that there could be the circumstance where a lot of those things legitimately did happen. But I'm also curious too, if sometimes some of the things that may have happened on sets, maybe not with those movies, but maybe others that have accrued infamy, the idea of that weird things happen behind the scenes adds to like the publicity of the film. For sure. But and I mean, it's like a way of like additional marketing, maybe for not sure, for those but films also, before others. For sure. But like the other thing too, is like the, the original exorcist is like in many ways, the OG, I mean, it is obviously the first of the series, but mm-hmm. it's in many ways like the first OG big line exorcist movie where like an exorcist is on screen mm-hmm. or an exorcism is on screen rather. And mm-hmm. it's, I mean, it makes sense that it was so shocking to people because it's like pretty no holds barred in its gore and effects and whatever you want to say. Betrayal, it's like pretty disturbing, yeah. right? And it's also all about a kid. Like it's a, <laughs> sorry, my bad. Taylor just burping in the mic guys yo i'm trying to hide that shit uh, with the black plate it just came out but it's also like <laughs> it's it's a it's a it's a kid that's in peril which like you oh, don't yeah. see a lot even today in horror movies as much maybe that's another reason kind why of a taboo I, thing to have kids being hurt usually well, <laughs> or, well i mean yeah well back in the 70s I was for sure to get into the first one but the, this isn't the first yeah fair and we don't have to linger on too much but i think one. it's i think it's fair to set the groundwork oh yeah between well, the two and like i've recognized that even though i'm not as versed in the horror genre i'm aware of it because of how prominent it is in like film in general and the exorcist is definitely considered like one of the like the classics and yep i could definitely understand a lot like, of people think it's like the scariest movie of all time oh yeah for sure and when you like it, it definitely falls in like the top like five if not ten when you compare it to like the ring and maybe like poltergeist and things like that because those are oftentimes the movies reference like oh these these are like shit and seeing this film pop up uh, as like a sequel it's cute. It is, a, and it's also. I don't think we've mentioned this, but if anyone is listening that hasn't seen it, it's a legacy sequel. So it it bypasses all other sequels to the original Exorcist, just like the new Halloween series did. Mm. It's a sequel just to the original Exorcist. So it's interesting because I've noticed a lot of these films are doing like core films are doing this, where Candyman, Halloween, yeah, yeah. like they're ignoring this immediate sequels and just saying no, fuck it. This is it's just a like, new branch of the timeline kind of thing. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's not multiversal, but it's like okay, so those like two and three that happened. Fuck, fuck that shit. It never happened. So this fourth, fifth, sixth movie, that's legit. It's like, yeah. what? What, what? What do you mean? Like, and, why? <laughs> and, and while we're talking about legacy sequels, uh, the other thing that we haven't mentioned yet is that David Gordon Green 
is the same director that made the new Halloween trilogy. Is the same one that is making th- that made this Exorcist Believer. Oh shit! And he's making this a trilogy as well. What? Yeah, Exorcist Believer, Exorcist Deceiver, Deceiver. And then we don't know what the last one's called yet. But I think it's Receiver. I think that's dumb. I think I'm putting I'm Deceiver into existence. Deceiver and Receiver. That sounds wrong. Exorcist Labrador Retriever. (laughs) Well, for a while I was saying Retriever, and I was like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he just like bucks all of it and it's just like exorcist three (laughs) (laughs) that'd be so bad oh my god david gordon green is the director of this griever actually griever maybe Uh, yeah we'll mm. workshop it (laughs) (laughs) Um, i've been trying to figure this out ever since yeah basically ever since shannon heard that as a trilogy she's been trying to figure out what the last one will be called that is if it gets greenlit this movie's getting pretty panned like it, yeah. I think it sits at like twenty percent Rotten Tomatoes. Right Dude, now. okay. Not like most horror movies. No. So no, okay. So no, here's no. the thing. I Smile is sitting at like fucking eighty percent. And what? Quick, so quick tangent. Stupid. I think that movie is really dumb. I don't so get why people. Wait, is that smile? The one? Wait, yeah. which one's that one again? It just came it's the out one like literally where just uh, oh god. I'm sorry if you're listening to this and you think Smile is like the greatest horror movie that's ever come out. I disagree. So my best friend. She was like, "This uh, smile's actually really good. It was so scary, blah, blah, blah. And then it had, like, a pretty good percentage on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, so it was, like, a sleeper like, hit. Okay, I guess we'll give it a try because we were like, we're not going to watch this. It looked dumb in trailers. It, yeah. <laughs> and so we gave it a shot, and we're like, what the fuck what? is this? So we gave it a serious college try. Like, we went in, we are like, okay, it looks dumb, but, like, let's Everyone's give it a shot. Like, so we're down to give anything really a shot. This interesting question that just came into mind, and I'm curious, like, if this has any bear of thought. When it comes down to horror movies, as you just mentioned, that you noticed that this movie had like pretty like rough ratings, mm-hmm. and I noticed that too before diving in, which I was surprised by. But it seems to be this interesting trend where, like, say back, remember when Paranormal Activity first started coming out, everyone was like, "This is great shit ever." But ever since I talked to people who are like true horror fans and like really like into that stuff, even to them, like, it's meh at best. Yeah. Like they can understand what it's, it tried to do. It's important. But it's like, eh. It's Im- I think it's like important to acknowledge when something has like fundamentally changed a genre. Right. Like, I mean, I think like we just mentioned it, Exorcist, like the original one changed the genre. Texas Chainsaw Massacre changed Alien, like all the things we've just been talking about, like those were staples of the genre and open doors for tons of other movies like mm-hmm. it. That Exorcist Believer is not doing that which is totally fair, but neither is Smile. It's nothing that I haven't seen before a hundred thousand times, yeah. and it's not fucking scary, at least not to me. Sorry, like, may, obviously it's scary to other people. Uh, if someone's staring at you smiling, you'd be pretty creeped out. So that I, I would just be like, leave me alone. <laughs> what, are you do, what are you doing? So, Tim, and again, I, I, really quick. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, we've talked about it before on the podcast, but j- film, like, everything else is subjective. So I'm like, I'm yeah. kidding when I say people are wrong in that, but... I think that it's... He's half joking. Okay. Yeah, half joking. (laughs) It is subjective. Like, what scares you? What makes you laugh? What what makes you cry? It's all subjective, right? Right. I think that Exorcist Believer is... I don't know. I feel like it's creepier than Smile. And this isn't, like, the comparison podcast. I I, I bet that's the case. But one thing I just wanted to touch upon with the idea of, like, ratings for horror films, because I'm curious to see what you guys think. Do you think that horror films oftentimes get misrated in a way like the ones that are actually pretty good get mixed ratings the ones that get blown up in terms of like critical like reception or like meh 
And the I, very I, I don't few know if that's necessarily true. Like, I just think that we live. Blog. I just think <clears throat> that we live in a time, and it's it's not new, mm. but I think the internet has just made it happen a lot quicker and yeah. even more easy easier to accessible. And that like we live in like a serious echo chamber where it's like. Uh, yeah. It's super easy for the snowball to get rolling, and it's like, oh, all these people that I ad- admire and know, they don't like this movie, so then I'm going to look at it, and I'm not, not going to like it as much, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the same is also true, where it's like, oh, all these people that I hate love this movie, well, maybe I'll hate it. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, try to be it's, like special, it's, yeah. It's true, but I think like in, in the digital age that we're in now, it just happens really quick, and mm-hmm. it happens all the time. I think that, I mean, I, so many movies I've seen that get a ton of hype, I'm Usually, I feel like lukewarm on. Mm. Every so often, I'm completely blown away mm-hmm. by what everyone else thinks, and I—I I mean, obviously, there's a reason for it. Yeah, but I think that it's just really dangerous to fall into the hype of a movie in any direction, whether it's positive or negative. It's like dangerous to go into something and expect it to be the the craziest thing ever, mm-hmm. just like it's dangerous to go in and think it's gonna be the worst thing ever. You know yeah, what I mean? Just to be able to. And like if you want to hate, yeah. and I guess like. If you want to not like something, you're probably going to find a reason to not like it. Like, mm-hmm. And the yeah. same is true if you want to like something. Yeah. And I kind of feel like David Gordon Green is a super, I don't kind of, I know he's a super divisive filmmaker. People feel really fucking mixed on his Halloween trilogy. Why? He got, I really like you take the Halloween movies. The new trilogy, you mean? Yeah, spoiler yeah. alert yeah. if we ever decide to. Yeah. I thought it was a pretty good trilogy, too. I think, you know, the ending has some issues, and the trilogy as a whole has some issues, but I think his his 2018... <laughs> but I, I, I like I you going to go through a laundry list of things. <laughs> no, no, no. But th- all I was going to say is that that's in the... that I mean, that's despite the fact that I, like, I have a lot of things that I really enjoy, and I would, like, regularly watch that. I yeah. think oh. the ending, like, the last Halloween is super divisive. People feel fucking super strongly and we don't need to talk about that for too long all i was gonna say is that he's very divisive and i think a lot of people kind of went into this already knowing that he was taking this beloved ip Mm -hmm. knowing that blumhouse or whatever i think it is blumhouse paid Mm -hmm. 400 million dollars for the exorcist ip they paid 400 million dollars for just for the ip for the ip yeah. Oh. And so people, I think, hear that. People hear that David Gordon Green is the director who yeah. they don't really like. And I think they kind of go Ooh. in and they're like, this is going to suck. And they've made up their minds. And <clears throat> if that's how you feel about it, then that's fine. I'm here to say that I don't think this movie sucks. I think it has a lot of issues. I don't think it's... It's not bad. It's not bad. And but it's I not would say, like... I would even argue it's fairly decent and I think it's trying to do some things yeah. and i think we can go we can but, go into yeah. spoilers but Spoiler. i guess before we do that yeah something that i i genuinely think and this is people are gonna get pissed off and everything i just said is gonna be completely invalidated do it. I, there's actually one thing at least that i think that this movie does better than the original oh shit and i i think it's that in my opinion, oh, again, sure. got to put that out there in bold, put that in size 78 font, whatever. In my opinion, yep. Uh, I actually sign. think that the relationships that are built in this movie are like work a lot better than the relationships that are built in the original Exorcist. Oh, I agree the first with that. Exorcist, I, the first Exorcist is so gung ho or so quick to get to the exorcism that it kind of like. I don't flies. like, I honestly like, spoiler alert, I don't really like the first Exorcism. Damn! Yeah. Exorcist, yeah. you mean? Exorcist. Yeah. Um, 
And I mean, I I could get that. And I because, like it because of that. I but feel it does like it feels kind very of, rushed. And it does, you like yeah. Don't really learn a lot about anybody else in the movie. Things kind of just happen really quickly to yeah. get to the Exorcist and and or get to the Exorcism rather. And and I I get it because it's called the Exorcist and the Exorcism scenes are really cool and the makeup is really cool mm-hmm. and it's very creepy and all those and things. the fact that it's seventies practical effects. And yeah, all for jazz, sure. Like, and it still like, holds up really well. There's no yeah. CGI or anything crazy. Like it's it holds up really well. <laughs> But it does really kind of rush through that mm-hmm. first building act to kind of get to these creepy things happening. That's the first exorcist. This one, like like we've already said, it kind of takes its time to build the relationships that exist in this world. And I think that, like, for me, I cared more about the relationship between the father and the daughter than I did in the original one. And yeah. I, and I yeah. think, and I and mm. I cared more about. I think there's a lot. I guess what I'm saying is I think there's a lot of really interesting and and good stuff here. And I have a hard time just dunking on this movie because there are things that I genuinely enjoy more than the original. Another one is I think this isn't really a spoiler either. I'm kind of treading the line, I guess. But another thing I think is really interesting is that the, it's these two daughters that end up getting, you know, possessed. Right. Mm -hmm. And one is from this kind of, it seems like low income single Single parent home. Why do you say it's low income? What the hell? I'm it's kidding. Like, I'm kidding. I, think I'm kidding. That's alluded to, I think that's alluded <laughs> to. I don't know if it's low income. They look like they have a nice house. I was about to say. Is yeah. it? Well, it seemed like no, he's having problems with. No, the house pretty fucking nice. Okay. Well, then a single, fam- single family. Single, single yeah, parent yeah. Home, home, whatever. It seemed like. I love how we were both like. like yeah. No, no, I'm not saying it's like struggling in I'm, a sense. I yeah, mean, yeah, I guess that's what I'm saying. Is that, like spoiler not a perfect family? Spoiler alert! But his wife is no longer around. She died and he's raising his daughter on his but own. But he's also working like as a photography job that's kind of, it's alluded to is like, he's not super fulfilled in and it seems yeah. like he's kind of struggling with, so I'm not saying it's like, they're like, they're like can't afford food yeah. and, or anything like that. <laughs> the only thing I was saying is I find, I find the relationship between the father and the daughter. <laughs> okay, get out of your system. <laughs> While we're, I'm glad while that we're I'm glad that the idea of people not while, having food is that funny. While, while we're letting this out of his system, I just got a quick side tangent. I keep looking in that and just expect to see something pop out. Have okay, you been so watching Shannon, too much of the ring? So like Shannon, I swear. Shannon forgot that we're on a sound only podcast where she, no one can see what she's pointed at. <laughs> Which is she pointed out? We have this like little tube TV set up in the corner for. It's actually like, pretty legit. It's, it's pretty like legit. Of, like, if we ever do like video, it'll shit. be there. But it is actually at this angle where it's off right now. Where it kind of perfectly fish eyes this table and the living room behind it. And the it lights. And the lights. And so it oh. is totally perfect. Shannon's seen too many horror movies for something to just be like standing in the for back. something to walk by, mm-hmm. by and you just see a movie. Dude, it's yeah. like the Exorcist theme was like, like playing in the background. It would just be yeah. totally freaking uh, <laughs> I almost <laughs> forgot what I was saying, but I didn't. So I'm going to continue. Okay. Which is that... <laughs> which is that... Uh, I think the relationship between that father and the daughter works better. Oh, it's legit. Given yeah, more time like to it. build. But I also think what's really interesting... Everybody's relationship in this movie works But I also better. think what's really mm. interesting is that the two girls, they actually aren't... No, Both families don't know their friends because they kind of come from different cuts. Backgrounds, yeah. Yeah. One is like a more privileged girl, like Christian, whatever family, or Catholic family with like a perfect, you know, air quotes, I guess, perfect family a unit, whatever. A typical type of family you would Privileged expect from like the environment they're yeah. from. And then one it's comes like from a single parent home, like we were just saying. Yeah. And what I thought was so interesting is, again, I think why the first two acts of this movie work so well for me is I was pretty invested in seeing how this 
when these two girls go missing, because I guess that's not really a spoiler either. It's kind of in the trailer, but yeah. they go missing mm-hmm. for a bit. When they go missing, how that impacts both families and how they kind of are forced to come together and what that does to people kind of. And the I thought that, that was really the... interesting and how different people's backgrounds affect how they oh, grieve yeah. and how they like, um, you know, how they go through this process. Mm-hmm. And I thought that that was really interesting. And I was more invested in all the characters basically because of it. No, I agree. Like the fact that this movie was trying something a bit new, which as you just mentioned, introducing the different backgrounds of, you know, the various individuals and the families that the girls are from and seeing how each of the parents reacted to the situation, how they handled it, how they, you know, either individually went out in search for the children or, you know, reach out to the media or how they, not only how they handled the loss of the kids, but also post once they, the kids were recovered mm-hmm. throughout the film. It is an exploration of the dynamics between them. And even from a religious aspect of it, that's also explored as well, which I thought was really fascinating. Yeah. And that was actually something that was a bit refreshing mm-hmm. seeing how this film, because the Exorcist, the original one, if I'm not mistaken, is very, like, Catholic-based in terms of, like, yeah. the yeah. approach. It's a traditional, to the... like, yeah, Christian, Catholic, whatever, yeah. exorcism. Catholic, and, Catholic, yeah. Yeah, and in this film, it starts off initially with the father and the daughter's mother, you know, being mm-hmm. together. and In Haiti. In Haiti. And <clears throat> it introduces the concept of, like, the Haiti religious practices and mm-hmm. uh, metaphysical approaches to things. And then the, okay... Should we just like note what happens at the beginning, and wouldn't this be the introduction to spoilers or not? Um, I yeah, I guess soft. I guess I guess soft spoiler okay. is that yeah, it can continue. It's yeah. a soft, and then I think we can have a hard spoiler spot. But once this we isn't necessarily like game breaking. It's literally the first like five minutes of the exactly. Movie. Yeah. So soft spoiler: an earthquake happens in Haiti, which I bet is reminiscent to what happened, or the or just the actual. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like like yeah. that's in reference to the to the event that happened previously, and. Uh, the mother is in critical condition. And, she's pregnant. And she's pregnant. Yep. And the doctors approach the um, the husband, father, slash main character of the film and tell him, okay, you basically who, got... Who's played by Leslie Odom Jr. I just want to put people's names out there. Yes. Who crushed it. Oh, dude's awesome. But, okay. yeah. So I recently learned um, that he also was in Hamilton. If oh, I'm not was mistaken. he? Yeah. He, uh, what was it? Uh, fuck. He played one of the main characters uh it was like aaron Bohr or something like that oh. why am i forgetting the main that, that character's name because yeah, 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 it's yeah, good yep yep ram side note hamilton's a great musical yes, um it it's fantastic <laughs> but um he was actually apparently really good and i think he's on the disney plus version of hamilton um thanks to um complete opposite movie. i know i know no, i know complete opposite but he's the father of of one of the girls, Kath or Angela, mm-hmm. played by honestly, everyone's really good, but her name is Lydia Ju. Yeah, no, the the child acting is, in this is actually surprisingly really yeah. good, which is great. But I didn't okay. mean to cut you off. Carry on. Okay, yeah. so um, he's forced to make this really difficult choice where, because of the critical condition of his pregnant wife, only one person will survive, either the baby or the wife, and that actually kind of intermingles. That choice intermingles into what happens later in the film. But as it is revealed later on, the child lives and. This kind of sets the foundation of the connection he has with his daughter because it's like there's already this level of tragedy behind 
her, you know, being introduced in the world and the fact that she's like, you know, lost or missing, that just adds weight to the whole experience. So yeah, kind of sets it, the stage. Yeah, and it posts the it poses the question later on of like and yeah, it's not really a spoiler, but it poses the question of like you know, did you actually, did you even want me type of thing? Yes. You know? And that was actually one of and there's the just a lot of, I think that all of that stuff, all of the, again, like kind of like all the non supernatural stuff for me really worked super well. And so I have a hard time dunking on it. Cause I think that, I think that this, that part of this movie, in my opinion, is better than the first exorcist. You... I just well, watched the like... first exorcist again. I've seen it many times before. Oh. And, um, we watched it right before seeing this, this one. Oh, man. And so I pretty freshly and firmly believe, like, yeah, it's. I think that stuff is better. Yeah. I kind of like how everything comes full circle in this movie, too. Like, mm -hmm. we talked about the mom and the dad being in Haiti. Mm -hmm. um, and before the earthquake, she's actually blessed by, I don't even know. I would say, like, um, just the religious practitioners of the culture. That's, like, the best yeah, way I can describe but it's, it. Yeah, it's... A, it's I, I don't want to say, like, more, like... It like the more word I want to use derive from is like, like the earth. It's not voodoo. voodoo. I, not, it's, it's not. not. Right, right, right. It's right. like more like a. It's like a religion. I don't know the term of it, so maybe we're just being ignorant. But yeah. It it's like kind of derived from the earth. And yeah. Like, yeah. Um, but that comes into play later on. Like he actually seeks that out after some hesitation, but he actually seeks out this lady that. Whoa. So maybe he doesn't seek her out. She yeah. is. So, brought into his home yeah, yeah, and then okay. he seeks yeah, her out yeah, again. Yeah. Right, so right. maybe I should correct myself. And then not only that, but like the relationship that they have with the neighbor, that comes full circle too. Like mm -hmm. it seems like the neighbors, the neighbor and him don't really get along that great. This movie and is doing... She actually ends up being... One of the key figures. Yeah. So it's a theme of the first exorcist that I think is trying to be played into this one too is like... um. Good or bad, these events have happened in all these people's lives that have brought them to this moment, kind of. Mm -hmm. And like this is this is their moment mm -hmm. where the culmination of all these events are about to pay off, kind of. So it's like the culmination Again, of all the choices is like, you know, this make a break type of deal. This yeah, it's like everyone is here for a reason type of thing. Right. You know, whether that's a higher power or whatever. Well, then that begs the question of some of the choices that are made during the course of like the final encounter because there's I mean, <laughs> we, you are, now you're treading on like the ultimate spoiler line. So I know. just let's, I, know. I say from this point on, let's break into spoilers. And I think we should dial it back into. I think we should what, talk about how they got possessed in the first place. Yeah. That's yeah. what I wanted to talk yeah, about. Yeah. But I think, I think at this point, if you, you, dear listener, are afraid of spoilers or want to see this movie. Pause this episode right the pause now, watch the film, and then come back. Right back. I guess before we do that, do you... With a beer in can, hand. Yeah. <laughs> I guess before we do that, I Old guess we can wine. give the listeners, Do you? would you say that the people listening to this, because it's new, it's in theaters right now, it's not yeah. like super easy to stream or whatever, do you think listeners should check this out? I would say if you are the type of horror fan that you're just like interested to see what's out there and you're a casual fan and you're like, yeah, you know what, I'm really check it out, do it. Go ahead and check it out. It's definitely a popcorn flick for check sure. Check it out and then come back. Yeah. Check it out and come back. It's not... I don't think it hurts to check out. Right. I would say, like, for me, it's not, like... It's not a go-to? It's Yeah, it wouldn't be a go-to horror movie yeah. for me. Like, say, for instance, if you were scrolling through a streaming platform and this popped up, it wouldn't be a total waste of time. But right. 
it wouldn't be like you have to watch it. Wouldn't it wouldn't be like, okay, we're having horror movie night. Like, yeah. What are the top five movies we should watch? This right. would not even come close to yeah. falling into that category. It's not bottom of the barrel, but it ain't exactly cream of the crop. Ooh, actually, yeah, that's a good describe. <laughs> so I guess that being said, if it's, I guess it kind of comes down to if you, if you're even remotely interested in this movie or seeing a horror movie this time of year because it is spooky. I mean, it season. might be kind of nice to like if you watched the first one and you enjoyed it. Might be kind of cool to check this out and see like I how did, you I, feel about it. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't want to get spoilers, but I think it's. I think it's pretty decent, besides the very end. <laughs> anyways, anyways, let's get into spoilers. Let's get into let's get into spoilers. Okay, so real quick, just to get into how the possession even happens in the first place. So how this came to be, whoo, which children. is another thing that I actually think is better than the first one. Wait, did the first one actually even explain how the possession happened? Or no? It's alluded to that she uses this we. Uh, Ouija board. I think it's alluded to that that kind of like. Oh my god! I didn't even think about that. They really don't (laughs) explain. Does it literally just start with the like the future coming up? Like, all right, I'm here for an exorcism. Is that literally no? No, no, no. That would be funny. It really just happens. It's basically just like kind of all of a sudden she is. So it's it's really just like a mom and daughter dynamic, like living in this house with other people because she's like an actress. No, I think it's. I think it's there. They have like help. I think it's like yeah, a, or something like that. There's oh. other people living in the house, and like very casually, the mom like asks about an Ouija board or something like that, and the daughter is like, "Oh yeah, I was trying to talk to." And I made a friend. I made a Tommy friend named Tommy, and I was trying to talk to him or whatever, and oh. they were like joking around about it. it but it's super and brief. And it's very and it's like you don't hear really about quick. that ever again. It's not a big moment. It's literally in conversation about like her art, so it kind of is easy to be glossed over. Obviously, yeah. Shannon didn't even really pick and up on it, it too just, much. Like, Nothing really crazy happens. She just starts to get like sick, and then the then she's full blown fucking crazy. Which I think Damn. is actually a pretty cool thing about the first Exorcist. I almost like the idea. It's subtle. I, I like the first. subtlety of it. I like that this is something that kind of I just like happens. Like well, well I, I like listen, subtleness. I don't like. I didn't like how they did it. How they did. Well, that. that's so. That's what I was about to say. Is like I I like that idea of like being subtle and that this thing can kind of happen without a ton of fanfare and whatever. Yeah. And I act again, I actually think that that's something that this movie exorcist believer does better than the original, because I thought it was like pretty cool. The way that it was handled in that essentially you see these two girls, you understand that they're friends. You understand that the one girl obviously has a connection with her mother, like wants to have a connection with her mother. Right. And that this, to me, it was like a believable thing that two girls would go do is yep. like, fuck around in the woods and, you know, do some stupid seance shit or whatever. I and mean, they, and they do, and shit. it's, but I guess like, it's this seemingly innocuous, innocuous event where it's like, they're just kind of messing around. And then all of a sudden it cuts and you don't see them anymore. Right. They walk into the woods <clears> and they're kind of messing around trying to do this hypnosis thing. And then it cuts and you don't see them for a while. And yeah. you don't see and anything be- happen to them either. No, and it never really tell, like it never really Explains shows what you happened. what happens. <clears throat> it just kind of, you know that that's obviously what triggered it. Mm-hmm. But to me, that was actually pretty cool. It's like us as, you know, normalized whatever viewers to horror movies were like, oh, fuck, this is a bad idea. How about you don't go do this stupid Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, you kind of get it. Like every, I mean, think about if all the times that somebody went into a bathroom and said Bloody Mary into the mirror, if something uh, yeah. actually happened. You know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. it, it's... 
I, I did that shit so many times. Or what if what mm. if you went in the bathroom and you did Bloody Mary and you just happened to be the one time that something did happen? Right. You know what exactly, I mean? Like yeah. it's that kind of thing. And I think that to me that is more scary than like an actual you know movie that takes twenty minutes to show you a demon coming in and like mm-hmm. possess- like to me it's more scary that this like kind of little moment that again was seemingly harmless created this it's like one in a million type of circumstance like whoa shit yeah, this exactly. actually happened yeah yeah uh, to me that was pretty pretty cool pretty like a yeah, cool way of showing that, that right taking something that is a typical experience that would happen at any given circumstance. and it doesn't play yeah i guess like not playing it up for fanfare right and then it's like oh shit it actually caught oh god oh you actually caught some bad shit yep. bad and, and again i think that that is that part of this movie is what really works for me the most because at that point once they go into the woods and you kind of see them laughing and having a good time you know trying to hypnotize each other or whatever right. it just kind of hard cuts and now they've been missing mm-hmm. and now it's like this dynamic to be between the two families trying mm-hmm. to find them and it's like kind of like a crime thriller yeah yeah and i find that part of the movie really interesting and i was pretty invested it's not scary but it's scary in its own way where it's like these two girls are missing and no one knows where they're and at. And the natural and, fear of a parent, like, scared yeah. for the child. Like, that in of itself is, like, fearful. Yeah, so. and and it's this, to me, it's like, yeah, they're investigating. There's homeless people that live nearby that they start, like, talking to. And it's alluded to that maybe the homeless people had, like, done something to them or whatever. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, there's, like, it's, like, it's, all it's like, like the, the standardized fears of, like, a parent. It's yeah, like, like oh, standard, God. like, urban yeah. fears or whatever, yeah. right? Yeah, and. To me, again, that stuff was pretty interesting. The growing tension between the two families yeah. and like how they kind of go into each of their own religions to try and like find an answer and whatever. And then seemingly out of nowhere, three days later, they just turn up in this person's barn miles away from where they mm-hmm. went missing. Mm-hmm. And the interesting thing, and this was showcased in the trailers, but you know, it's reintroduced in the film, the notion that when talking to the children and asking them, okay, so like what the hell happened? And... Uh, I think it was Angela, right? That's uh, one of the main, uh, that's, that's the main little girl's name, right? Yeah, yeah. And when she, she reveals that she thinks it's only been a few hours since she's been gone, uh, the dad reveals like, you've been gone for three days. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, that's first yeah. susp- sus number one type of deal. Yeah, like and, you, and, you, kind of, and you obviously, it's an exorcist movie, so you know they're possessed. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, as soon as they they turn up, you're pretty much immediately... Like they're pretty much immediately off. There's yeah. less of like there's less of a slow build to it, like what happens to Reagan in the first one. Yeah. And it's kind of like immediately like, okay, something's weird. But I guess the other part that's kind of interesting is like they just spent three days in the woods. A lot of the rationale for people not immediately thinking something is off is like they're probably traumatized. And they even rationalize Which is it. interesting. They they, they mentioned they, that they, quite they, a bit. Ra- they yeah. rationalize it and like this usually happens, like when someone sees like especially children when they see it like some they experience some traumatic event. They have like amnesia from mm-hmm. it because they force it out of their mind, yeah. and so it does. The movie kind of self rationalizes why people aren't immediately thrown off to why these two girls are acting kind of strange. Mm-hmm. And again, I think that the way that it balances that is pretty interesting and cool compared to the first one. Again, the first one I guess was the first Exorcist movie, really. So, so that begs the question: Do you think this film could have been extremely better? So, one of two things. The first one is, do you think the film would have been better if it explored or elaborated further on like the crime thriller element of it in relation to the horror? And also, do you think because it's the Exodus film, it actually hinders it because it has to fulfill that expectation of the Exorcist bit versus if it was like a separate standalone horror film that wasn't associated with the name, 
that crime thriller mixed with horror element could have been explored further and maybe you've made it a better film. I, 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 I think the crime thriller aspect does work for this movie. And I agree with Oliver. Like, I do like that about this movie. Mm-hmm. I just feel like there could have been like a little, there could have been a few more moments that did lean into horror a little bit mm-hmm. and not just the ending sequence. I mean, I feel like there could have been a few more moments from right after they got back leading up to the full blown exorcism where it was just like a little more creepier. Right. There's there's a couple. Yeah. There's, there is actually pretty minimal scary scenes in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. And Uh, you don't have to like go full blown scary. Yeah. There's only a couple jump scares. There could have been like a little bit. There's only a couple like creepy imagery. Like maybe some like, that's rough type of deal, but that's about it. Yeah. And that doesn't bother me a whole lot. Maybe it's because I kind of went in with lower expectations. You, um, you actually I, I went know. in with low expectations? I don't know. What, I was I was excited to see this movie just because I was excited to see another horror movie, basically. Oh, damn, fair. And, and I, again, like we've already discussed, I like David Gordon Green's new Halloween trilogy. I think yeah. it has a, plenty of issues, but I think there's plenty there that I really enjoy. So I kind of went in and was like, let's see. You know, I kind of no, went let's in see, like, we'll, let's see what, we'll what comes do, of yeah. this. And like I've just said, there's quite a few things that I enjoy. I think that the, I think that the cinematography. We haven't talked about the technical stuff yet. I think the cinematography is pretty interesting and cool. It's almost documentary esque style, and like mm. it's like almost like the cameraman is there with everyone. A yeah. lot of like the scenes are really close up and almost like pseudo shaky, or like behind trees or through bushes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. it makes you feel like you're kind of there. It makes you're it, like and again, it kind of reads. Yourself, yeah. It kind of reads differently than a horror movie too. It kind of reads more like a crime or thriller mm-hmm. um, because of how it's shot. And then there's really sharp editing too. Like one of the first things I can think of is in the very beginning. I think he's taking a photo, and that sound transitions immediately into like one of those paper things that kids play with. That like oh yeah, you, know, you yeah. pick a number oh, yeah, and then yeah. pick a color type yeah. of thing. So, so there's a lot of like really sharp editing too kind of jarring editing, which is something the first one did as well, but it's even more so here. And I thought that that made the experience pretty uneasy mm-hmm. and it was interesting. I thought that it was, I thought his vision was pretty cool for that stuff. Fair enough. So it seems that both from my own initial experience and what I'm hearing from this discussion is that we recognize this film is trying to do a lot of things to be a bit, not just different, but do something new, like adding the crime thriller elements, the technical visual like language of the film with the cinematography and how things are shot, the exploration of the dynamics between the families and the religions and all that jazz, and the fact that there are two children being possessed from said background. So it's trying to do something different. It's trying to like, all right, let's spice this shit up a bit. But the question is, how well is it executed? Yeah. So to me, <clears throat> the parts that I think work the least in this movie Ooh. are the parts that feel like it was like a big studio making the decision behind it. Now, what do you mean by that? Um, like to me, it's like the parts that would be like in a pitch are <laughs> what like don't really work. So like, I, I actually think that the two exorcist aspect of it, or sorry, two exorcism aspect of it is actually pretty interesting. Yeah. But on paper, it just kind of sounds like, 
well, how do we one-up the original Exorcist? How about this? Two, two, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and I mean, so that aside, that aside, that right. aside the, other, <laughs> the other thing is like, it almost feels like yeah. two different movies at times. And I'm, I'm genuinely mm. curious to see where this trilogy goes if David Gordon Green gets to do... Three what, exorcisms. Yeah, the next one's three, and then it's... Four exorcisms. Okay, the town needs to be exorcised. They, they do anything that's goofy, I swear. That's I don't feel like they will. Who knows, though, right? And I don't, I don't know. But it feels like with the Halloween trilogy that David Gordon Green like created, mm-hmm. the first one he needed to, it was obviously a ton of studio involvement. Probably needed to play his cards super close to his chest and make a movie that's like widely appealed to everybody, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like the re whatever you know branding, whatever Yay. Halloween trilogy. And so it needed to be successful. A lot like uh, The Force Awakens for Star Wars. Kind of need to play something familiar but different, right? Mm -hmm. Then you get Halloween Kills, which is... You can see there's a direction that he's trying to go in. It's different, but it's still kind of more conservative to Mm -hmm. the original Halloween. Mm -hmm. And then there's Halloween Ends, which is like... Feels purely David Gordon Green's mind child. People fucking hate it. But it's very (laughs) different. And something that like we haven't really seen before. So... feels like where i was going with that is like, yeah. it feels like exorcist believer and i don't know if this is true it just came out maybe it is maybe it isn't it feels like david gordon green had his own ver- vision for this movie or trilogy mm-hmm. but this there was some other power involved that was like no you need to have this you need to have you need to one-up this you need to do this thing so it feels tonally like a couple different movies. So you feel as if like this too much interference because of I'm curious to see if all the things cohesive. that I dislike about this movie, if it'll be remedied in the next one. Mm, fair. Because the things that I dislike feel like big studio decisions. Like, for example, let's have the fucking religious Avengers come and do mm. an exorcism. I thought that that was kind of hokey. The religious really need... Avengers. Yeah, when I say that, that's a good way to describe it. Yeah, it's basically it's basically like oh Captain America God. on your left, and like another person shows up. Like basically, what it is is like at the end, you got like a bunch of pre- you got you got like priests from different religions all doing this exorcism at the exact same yeah, time. Yeah, but that so okay. part of me likes that. Okay, so yeah, I, 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 it goes back to like. They're two different families that have come from two different backgrounds, and they explore two different ways to handle so let's a situation. Have five like that. Pe- so, priests. So, 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 no, so, I'm five kidding. Priests. I'm kidding. I'm there kidding. was literally four. So okay. So as a no, yes, I, so as but a, you know, I, I will say the I'm, part the part that I'm laughing at when you said like the freaking religious Avengers is that. You have to have two people okay. with you in an exorcism. But can we at least... Do you not know anything about doing an exorcism? Yeah, I... I you idiot. You didn't even see the original <laughs> movie until... So, I don't hate that so much. I just... It just feels like... Two per person. It makes perfect sense. Okay, so hold on. The part where I totally agree with you about the Avengers bit is... The, you know that scene where they walk into the church and they fuck... It's like, it's like, a, like that cliched walking slow motion yeah type. dude yeah. that shit maybe go at least mm. can we at least acknowledge one thing really yes. quick and yes. can we acknowledge that when the catholic priest in slow motion came into the house to save the day and started like doing his exorcism dude, I know. that was pretty dumb and then he D- died I, I, immediately I, I, no, he didn't 
No, yeah, he, he didn't. Uh, he saved the day. He came in and saved the day. No, he didn't. He died. What are you talking about? Oh, no, his about? head he came in. His head turned all the way around. I was thinking of, yeah. He fucking died. Okay, he, he came in acting, yeah, he he came in acting least, like he was At least save the movie the actually had internal rules <laughs> that actually explained why he died. They yeah. literally kept saying multiple times, don't touch the kid. Yeah. And he yeah. touched the kid. Yeah. And he, he got, died. Got you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Fucked up. It was so bad. Yeah. But, um, so one of the things. He just came in and it was played like he was saving the day. Yeah. But that was fucking dumb. They were like sitting in it. He was like, I can't, I can't do it. They didn't like grant me. Because the dad walks out in like the fights in there. Church, they have to grant like permission basically to go and do the exorcism, exorcism, and they didn't grant him the permission to do it. So he came to the house saying, "I can't do it," and then just sat outside the house praying, praying. Which I mean, I guess is nice. Good on him. But then he comes in in slow motion and like he comes comes in because he changed his mind. Well, because. Angie's dad mm-hmm. was like the fights in there or whatever. Which was he fair. Had to go like outside a, for some reason. He went and dumped that like water from the one. Yeah. That, and so yeah. then he like comes in well like slow motion walks in to save the day and played <laughs> up like saving the day. Now that you you made me remember that he doesn't, but it was still like I I started like chuckling to myself like are we fucking really having the priest come in in slow motion to like save the day I, I don't know no it no. just felt it's actually like the witch doctor I feel like that did a lot no well I agree okay so which his... was like kind of another goofy part no, no I it... kind of like no, it no the, no no full circle not that I not that aspect. The like weird CGI orange mist that oh, comes yeah. out of them. I pointed that, that out. There's a lot that of CGI. Was so I saw. Bad. I have two eyes. I saw the same thing oh, you did. But I so I was, real quick, real I couldn't remember. I'm so glad you brought that up because that was like the one part about this movie that really was like, are you fucking kidding me? It was goofy. It was yeah. like out of all like the good CGI and like effects that you did, you fucked up fucking mist. And not not only not only that, but Damn. I think part of what. It, again, I'm just gonna speak for myself, but like part of what makes like the exorcisms or whatever interesting is that it's kind of towed the line between like psychological and something actually happening. Like you don't, it's not like they're using beams or coming out of their hands or anything that are, yeah. you know, it's like kind of it's an intangible thing. Yeah. yeah. And to me, that is like always been kind of interesting, and a lot of exorcist movies, or I, I keep saying exorcist, I mean exorcism mm-hmm. movies. Play with the, the idea of like, is this psychological? Is this a medical thing? Or is this actually like a possession? And I like the idea of it not being uh, like this like intangible thing. So then when all of a sudden you make it a literal tangible orange mist coming out of them, it kind of takes me out of the movie. Oh, I see what you're saying. So that brings an interesting point that I think you helped articulate one of the fascinations behind these type of films. When facing something that is rather out, out like outwardly and you're not sure how the fuck to handle it. And I think that's the biggest thing that really makes a horror film effective. Like it kind of reminds me like the Silent Hill, like video game genre. It's like the idea of when you're dealing with something that's rather ethereal or something that's very like beyond comprehension or, or it's like Lovecraftian horror type deal. It's like, how the fuck do you even begin to tackle it? Let alone grasp the situation and try to find a solution for it you know so yeah no i could definitely understand that appeal and so what you guys are describing as like the orange mist and the the way that it just it knocked you out of the immersion i'm, I'm getting that's what it i'm just hearing looks right so fucking stupid damn it didn't look super it good looks, but also it, yeah. yeah it didn't look super good as far as effects go but it also yeah it was like now we're making the intangible tangible right. we're like 
see we're like again i think part of what makes exorcism scary is you don't necessarily see it working and so but now we're like actually seeing this work like we're seeing this like mist come out of these two girls mouths it's like and it's like you're wanting to see like is this legit is this just well part of what makes it scary is like uh, in a lot of exorcism movies and in the original exorcist and i guess even yeah not i guess actually in this movie as well there are lots of attempts at doing exorcisms or whatever, trying to cure the girls. And many of the time they are only acting like it actually worked and it didn't actually work. And then it ends horribly. Yeah. But when you physically see this like orange demon mist, I guess, which I don't even know how that makes sense in the context of what this is, how, when you see that you're like, okay, so what they're doing actually is progressing this. Right. It's not, it's not like this, against all odds type of thing. Right. Oh no, we now we know that it's working. It's not like we're dealing with like an invisible like HP meter. It's like, oh wait, this is real. You know what I'm confused by? Mm. Haven't, we haven't even touched on this. Oh yeah. This exorcism ties into Reagan's exorcism. Oh, it's the idea like maybe the spirit that's actually possessing the children is like the same one that was involved with Reagan's exorcism. Is that exorcism. what it's supposed to be? That's what my interpretation of it. It's like yeah, the spirit of the demon I think is like associated. Yeah, you know. Because Reagan's mom is in this movie. <clears throat> and she gets girl. basically knocked the fuck out Real early quick. on. Yeah. Like, goddamn. Yeah, strange. and I think I think that that is another reason why people hate this movie. Is it, it's it like does kind of what... dissing, like, the old... No, I don't think that's I dissing. I could have used without that storyline. But I... So here's... here's I think people tend to not like when Legacy's characters come back because it feels like you're almost, like... Is she horning de- them in? Yeah. yeah, or, like, you know, desecrating something... Yeah, I can see that. Reli- you know holy right but um (laughs) i think (laughs) i think (laughs) i think it definitely wasn't needed here but that involvement also feels like studio involvement it feels like Mm. well no one's gonna come to your sequel unless you have legacy characters in it yeah and unless you're like scream where you are literally pointing that out to audiences it usually never really works to have legacy characters come back yeah and i think unless you're star wars or halloween yeah, mm. but She's that's it's like it's not every... even like but it's still I guess the difference is like Halloween kind of still centers around the same character like Michael Myers and yeah, I guess you that's know, true. The Jamie Lee Curtis character. Yeah. Yeah. Um whereas like, this is like a totally different family. story that just kind of at random has Chris McNeil in it and I think that yeah, it was kind of silly. I kind of get it too. I kind of I I they I think they tried their best to like make it make sense in the terms of I the mean, story. I mean, to a degree like you can definitely it's, see it. It's just It's like, basically yeah. about like you know, I went how you know I went through this horrible thing. No one believes you at first. It's real, and then they try and tie it into like a greater theme of like redemption and belief and faith, belief and, and, and yeah, and exactly. And and the economy, good and evil. I didn't hate jazz. it necessarily, but it definitely doesn't feel like it needs to be there. I will say, like, and and so- I'm not gonna lie, <clears throat> really quick, and we're already in spoilers, but. When Reagan showed up, I definitely wasn't expecting it because I don't think Linda Blair actually acts anymore. I don't think I think oh fair, she's been she away from it for a long for like time. Two seconds. But I know, but I like I don't think I don't things, think anyone yeah. was yeah. really expecting her to actually show up. So yeah. for her, her to actually show up, I was like, oh, oh okay. That's I cool. mean, it wasn't like didn't change my feeling mm-hmm. of the movie, right. but it was kind of like a oh the movie wow, okay. would have been same with the same without it, right? But yeah. um, one thing that. I just wanted to note, and Shannon mentioned this earlier. 
I did find it was pretty cool that they were playing, or no, I shouldn't say playing, exploring the aspect of multiple religious individuals, or I would say like what practitioners, there we go, mm-hmm. operating together to perform an exorcism. And there's a way you could do it without it being like, Cringy. Yeah. And I, there were multiple instances where I was like, this is actually pretty cool. The you know, teamwork. I agree. This teamwork. I, for, the record, yeah. for the record, I don't think that the idea there sucks. It just feels like Some a of the studio execution idea was like, what and the, the execution fuck? was kind of... <laughs> like, what the fuck? You guys... Like, you don't need a slow motion intro. Please, no. But, we, yeah, we're really about to have this dude have a superhero entrance into... Like, that, he's that a fucking shit. priest walking in... Whatever it, yeah. Uh, it unless doesn't, it doesn't unless ruin... he puts on some fucking crusader outfit and yeah. goes Deus Volt or some shit. It, it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't ruin the movie for me. <laughs> but unfortunately, the reason that you probably go and see this movie, which is the exorcism, yeah, for me was the weakest part of the whole movie. I and, and again, the I don't think exorcism it, itself. Yeah, the that whole that whole final act. Damn, that whole final act for me. It, and I'm not saying that's it, pretty sad because that's like. The whole point of the fucking the film. Yeah. Well, so. <laughs> oh. Let me, let me, and let me it's say like this. The only like air quotes scary part of the movie. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Let me. Damn. Yeah. I mean, let me say this. <laughs> when I say that, I don't. I'm not saying I hate it. No. I, I'm just saying like, it just. I feel like I've seen that type of stuff a million times, and I feel like at that point it kind of just became exactly what I would expect it to be, which maybe that's dumb to say because this is an exorcist movie, but it's like, it just, like, when you're building up all this really cool tension, that payoff to me wasn't good enough. It sounds like you're, like, disappointed in this. Like, like this is like a letdown. It's like, man. Uh, no, I don't know if I'm, like, I, I think that, again... I I guess yeah we're already in spoilers. I think that this movie is is far better than what people are saying it is. I I feel pretty strongly about that. However, I if people want to say that the ending is pretty dumb, the exorcism, like the actual exorcism, I would I would get that. I would I'd probably be like Wouldn't you yeah, say that hurts the that. film tremendously because that's the whole goddamn point of the film in the first Yo, place? Yeah, it definitely hurts. It definitely hurts the film. And again, I guess what I should say is I don't think it's bad. The exorcism, that last act. I don't think it's bad. I just kind of feel lukewarm about it. Whereas mm. in the beginning, I, I felt pretty good about it. Uh, like same. to me, there's this momentum built up that in the in the last act was kind of like, oh, okay, we're all oh, right. This person's showing up again. Okay, yeah, that's exactly what I would expect. It becomes predictable. Oh, okay, this is happening. Yeah. Oh, we're having a goofy ass orange mist come out of their mouth. Okay, sure. Oh, the priest is here in slow motion. Well, he's probably going to die. Oh, he is dying, and it's by his head turning all the way around. Yep, I mean it had to happen. Like someone had to have their head turn all the way. Around. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it like all of a sudden it seemed like it was kind of playing by the book. And yeah. again, it's not. None of it was like super bad, egregiously bad. But I just kind of felt like lukewarm on it. I've. Yeah. I guess that's. Let's talk about the exorcism. Let's get into spoiler alerts. Yeah, well, we already are way into spoilers. Well, let's get into hard spoiler alerts. Go for it. Okay, so number one, first things first. So with the introduction of the, uh, what was it? Well, the best way to describe this. I wouldn't say witch doctor, but I'm just going to, for lack of being able to alternatively describe it, the Haitian background of like religious like practitioner. Let's do that. The Haitian practitioner. Boom. 
we're going to okay. use that as approach. So she basically sets the groundwork going. She's like, okay, I'm going to set this uh, the ground, like chalkwork and everything. I'm gonna explain I feel like how she's it. doing the most. She's doing like the hard work. She's yeah. like, she's literally like setting everything. I'm like, you go ahead. Like, get, get this shit going. Let's yeah. go. And, and um, she gives everyone's like the talismans to protect them and all that jazz. Everything's set. Now, the first thing you'll recognize at the beginning, right before they dive in, they say, okay, if you believe, for love of God, that's all you need. Just believe the hardest you can. And we'll get this through this. Yeah, right, again, cool. again, this buildup, very cool. <laughs> right. I, and the, this, this buildup worked really well. True. The first thing you see is the dad of the other girl. He initially shows signs of breaking because when everyone walks oh, into the house, and they actually, take their shoes off. And he keeps his shoes on. I'm like, that's it! You fucked up already. We saw. You didn't yeah, we I didn't saw. That. We saw. Yeah, he didn't take his shoes off. There's like he made a point about it, and then he wouldn't wear the talisman. Yep, talisman. Um, so bitch. And it's immediately pointed out that he's the weakest link in this holy chain, if you will, or whatever. Did you just literally just say? That? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and <laughs> I like you know, it, I actually. So it's been a while. It hasn't been a while. It's been a few days since Shannon and I watched the movie. It's been almost a week. Mm. I was trying to underplay it for the, the listeners, but yeah, it's oh. been like a week. It's only been a few days. Ah! Um, <laughs> and so it's all all. I'm shooting from the hip from all my memory here, but I. That's why I haven't talked a whole lot. I'm still trying to like recall everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> even though, even though I. I felt like the exorcism was the weakest part. The relationships that are built up throughout the rest of the movie work well enough for me to still give a shit about what's happening in the exorcism. Not only do I care about the girls, right, but the dynamic between the families is cool. I care about the dad. But then also there's a pivotal moment when they're like, don't agree to the terms that these fucking devil children right, like, are telling like, you. For don't fuck's agree. Sake, do you understand you're dealing with evil fucking spirits? They'll say anything that's yeah. possible for them to go to your bidding. Why yeah. the, the okay? There's a point in this goddamn film where the the possessed girls, the voice of the demons themselves, literally say, "Hey, you can only choose one of us to live." Yeah. The mom who is scared shitless is like. I can't choose. And the dad's like, I can't choose either. Everybody says I can't choose because it's a game. Right, right? exactly. Like, and I'm like, game. fake fucking shit. And then, and you're then. You're like so happy. You're like, thank fuck. God. Like, they're not But then you see the dad having bullshit. a complete mental breakdown well, in the no. kitchen. No, no, not yet. Not no, yet. It, no, it takes no. a few. It takes, it takes a few takes minutes. It takes a little bit. So, like, they don't agree to the terms and then more shit happens. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And then they flatline because they have, like, their mm. heart monitor set up. Yes, that's right. And mm-hmm. both of them flatline because they say, if you don't you choose have one, to choose. Both if will you die. don't choose one, both will die. So then they both fucking flatline, oh, and everyone. Guys, as one. we're talking about it, I think I like this movie more. Wait, there is one little bit. <laughs> the um, the dad rushes, oh, like so, the main character dad um, rushes over and grabs the scarf that was he his mother. And his the reason baby. why this is important is because earlier in the film, the little girl was trying to connect with the mother in the form of mm-hmm. seance using the pendulum. Well, as they actually the say, and they and they actually, she actually says that the. Well, she doesn't say that that's the reason, but I guess that was her connection to yes, her mom. Yes, the scarf and was a connection she to the mom. she didn't have it, she created a connection. It's alluded to that she created, a, opened up a door for not something her mom. Else. So in a degree, else. it's kind of like blaming dad. It's like, hey, you yeah. fucked up my seance, now I'm possessed. Yeah. I was like, damn. And yeah. again, that's, I, that's I, kind again, of fun. I kind of like that all of that was kind of alluded to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's like little things that like, this, it's, it's inter- it Before you continue, yeah. this movie is like, a fucking bull in a china shop, though, because mm. there are mm. really cool little nuanced moments like that. Yeah. And then there's moments where the characters will, like, essentially turn to the camera and be like, they were gone for three days. 
Jesus was gone for three days. Yeah. Oh. Like, and they're like, just like start having a spiel oh, yeah. to the audience. And I'm yeah. like, okay, I fucking get, are you saying they walked through hell? And like, you know, I'm like, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, dude, okay, I don't fuck. need you to point it out to me, dude. I get it. Like, dude, okay. So, you know, so fuck. all I'm saying is that yeah, again, there's so, there's some really fucking cool stuff. Yeah, and then yeah, there's yeah. like kind of dumb stuff to go along no, with. No, I it. absolutely agree. So that is a really good point. There are multiple instances where this film rocks. Yeah. Like the film actually is like, there's some solid shit here, but then there's some cringe. And a lot of the cringe, sucks. Yeah. a lot of the cringe is when they hand, okay, there's a way you can do religious themes and concepts and messages effectively and not ham fist it. And I think that's the problem. When you ham fist it, it it goes from a horror movie from one second and it's like you're watching a Jehovah Witness commercial. Like, holy shit. And it's like, oh, fuck. What happened? I I thought I was watching a horror movie. I didn't realize I was getting a sermon. And I (laughs) I derailed us, but we were actually talking about the dad. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so back to the point. Back to the point. Okay, so. He gives her the scarf. Scarf, yeah. As like like a, come back to me. You gotta keep fighting. You gotta keep fighting. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other dad, the little shithead dad, (laughs) the little motherfucker that ruins everything, (laughs) is sitting there crying like a little baby. And then okay, well, his daughter died, so let's give a look. The fucking demon died. Damn. Anyways. I love that. And like, then he's his like freaking dying. out, not doing anything. Everyone's like, blah, blah, And then he's like, I choose you. And that's fucked up the whole then, shebang. Or maybe that's when they flatlined. No, no, no they were wait. flatlined already. I wait, wait. Was no, it, wait, something what, happens. Well, at what point did she flight? Like, she, at one point, no, because one something, of them floats. Yeah. One that, of the that's, that's after the uh, choice is made. That was after the choice. Okay. Yeah. So Because then something happens with Angie where you think Angie a spoiler alert. Well, you, you don't have to keep Angie saying it. We're in spoilers. Dead. Cause, I think it's after. Well, yeah, but yeah. I mean you think both of them are oh, dead, yeah. but then something else happens that you think oh, she she throws up black into the sky. Oh yeah. Which is dumb. Yes. Which is really that's dumb. That's what it was. Dumb because they were both flatlined. Trope. And then the second that the other dad goes, I choose you, Angie, which is the other daughter, then like starts throwing up black whatever into the ceiling. Yeah, she gets suspended in the air and throws up black into the sky and then falls forward. And then then the dad is crying. And then. So, yeah, and I think. And then Angie's actually not dead. And the stupid little dad that chose his daughter killed his fucking daughter. And I think, I think, I guess for like as, as. The end. (laughs) Bad as a moment that is, or whatever, it still works for me because of the because of the relationships that have been built prior. Like I, I, because we get to kind of see how we get to this point, we spend more time with everyone. As much as I'm pissed off that the dad doesn't do the obvious thing, at the same time I'm like, this is his daughter that like clearly he loves because we've seen him this Mm -hmm. entire movie fight for his daughter or whatever. He like. He does what probably most people would do, which is like, fuck all of this. I'm going to choose my daughter to live, right? But at the, that's the exact thing. That's that the exact is, thing that the, the entity or whatever you want to call it wants. Now, mm-hmm. one thing that I thought was interesting. And then, oh, sorry, really quick. When that happens, we get confirmation that Catherine's fucking like damned to hell. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what I was about to mention. She yeah. wakes up in a pretty like chilling scene, I think, where she mm-hmm. all of a sudden she wakes up and she's in the like the the sewer that they did the seance in, it's mm-hmm. at night. Yeah. All of a sudden, she's kind of like teleported to where they did the seance. Not 
literally but figuratively yeah. teleported yeah. and then this like fucking entity thing comes out of the water and just like pulls her down into the water mm-hmm. and she's gone dead right or damned right. or whatever it kind of reminds although, me although i think that that's gonna be in the sequels i think that's why Ooh. we say oh right. what do you think is gonna be in the sequel there's a couple <clears throat> well we should get into that because i have a couple theories of like the little open-ended things that I feel like will come back sometime. Oh, really? Go ahead, yeah. So, it reminds me of how that scene in particular really stood out and that chillingness that scene introduces when you recognize the the sheer, oh, you're fucked moment for one of the children. Mm-hmm. It's goddamn sad. It, and <clears throat> it reminds me of one of the other horror films that came out this year, Talk to Me, and how it portrayed the circumstances for some of the characters talk and to me does you just don't fuck with demons yeah, yeah that's basically and a great so way to like function in life and don't do talk, that talk at to all. me i think talk to me does the exorcism stuff better oh i'm just gonna just shotgun movie. this right now talk to me does a hell of a lot of things better compared yeah. to like the exorcism i think it's like, also a scarier movie in general i think it's a better film I agree. I agree. Yeah, I think yeah. Talk to Me is a better movie. Oh, I, fuck yeah, yeah. I, I totally, I totally agree with that. Hundred yeah. percent. That being said, I just want to like, if there was one thing I just wanted to like champion about this movie is that it's not as bad as everybody seems no, to be. It has good for. elements to it, and it's that's like, just... that's the one takeaway anyone listening to this has. It's like this is not a fucking dumpster fire of a movie that no. everybody seems to be no. dogging on it for. But it d- just has like. For the good, it has bad. No, do you think it's the reason, well, outside of what we mentioned earlier, the echo chamber element of it and the, the influence of the modern internet age, do you think, from an individual standpoint, the reason why a person may be rather critical of the film is because they themselves were disappointed of what the film had to offer? Yeah, I think I think it's, yeah. when you're whenever you make a sequel to something that's as beloved as The Exorcist, oh, yeah. it's, it's, you're already... Fighting you, an uphill battle, and then yeah, you're yeah. you're fighting an uphill battle, and then you're David Gordon like Green, for, and people already like, hate you. You know, like I think it's like people that went to go see Batman, wanting to see a Batman movie, and they got a crime movie. They got a detective movie. They got a detective movie. Yeah. Do they understand Batman? No, but uh, it's <laughs> but it's like you know, if you went to the new Batman, hoping to see like every other Batman movie, you were probably that's disappointed. A, that's a good comparison, I think. Although that got net very positive reviews, but I I think. I think people but hang the people on. People that didn't like it really didn't fucking like yeah. it because yeah. it wasn't like very your divisive stereo- in that way. Stereotypical and I, Batman movie, right? Which this is not your stereotypical. And I think I think the difference. I think the movie. difference is is that the issues with that, like the Batman, the one that just came out. I think the issues with that are not as glaring as the issues as this. So mm-hmm. it's much easier to like dogpile on this yeah. than it is the Batman. Like, yeah. It this is more like you can you can as we've discussed you can like point out things in this movie that's like that's dumb like that's a dumb thing yeah. you know what I mean yeah, whereas yeah, yeah. the Batman's like more preference like yeah. no I just didn't like how the, this, this portrayal is, of like, whatever the character, character you know like yeah. he's been portrayed that right before this, in this movie does, yeah. it's like oh no that's just a dumb scene yeah that was a dumb moment like, or whatever there are elements of the film that make you go why but there are other elements of the film that make you go like. That's actually fucking interesting, and this is actually interesting. Like, let's give this a shot. Let's explore this more. And that's what I'm curious if, if the film buckled down further and actually explored more of the crime thriller element of it and made that more 
intermingled it with the exorcism element of it, it could have been a potentially better film. Like, it was like... I'm trying to think. If it was like a crime thriller first, and then the horror elements was like slow... It was like much more of like... Instead of like a hard like, oh shit, we're drifting into horror. It was much more mm. of a, a gradual, gradual meld. Yeah. Then that would have been fascinating. I but, agree with you on that. Yeah. I didn't even think about that till you just said that. Like, it really goes from crime to horror. Like, like instant. Yeah. <laughs> and had it had like crime elements with like horror sprinkled in throughout the whole thing, it probably would have been a little better. I yeah. think, yeah, I, I think I agree with what you're both saying. I think like if this movie, the same again, like the same two acts of it stayed mm-hmm. the same, whatever. Yeah. But then they find the, the girls. And they're not immediately off. Right. But there's something kind of weird. And instead, now the movie is kind of headed down the path of like, we need to find out what happened to them, where they've been. Yeah. We spent a little more time going down the path of trying to like figure out what they were doing, what happened. Mm-hmm. And while we were figuring that out, creepy things were happening alongside that. Mm-hmm whether it be in the woods or whatever. I'm like almost okay with him like immediately being off at like they were in the sense that like they were just kind of quiet and like kind of weird, but they chalked it up to be like, oh, well, they're traumatized. I I almost hope or I almost wish that more scenes like the bathroom scene happened where the dad's brushing his teeth and the light Mm, turns off. But then like like his daughter's off, but like not not like possessed i agree we we but we pretty that's what i mean but like we pretty quickly go from that to like oh no now they're like in an institution they're like in a cycle they have like physical like like, skin to their body he's literally like yeah we basically cut from that to looking at chris mcneil's book and being like oh help me on her body this says help (laughs) me on her body they're the same you know what i mean there's just so many things about this movie that are like really good and then there's so many things that are just like why <laughs> a lot of a lot of fresh ideas to make this into something more but then it, pil- it tears off into all right let's go to the safe approach and yeah. here yeah. For, here for for me i really think there's going to be a lot to be proven with this next sequel assuming it, sequel. assuming it gets made yeah, but then again they spent 400 million on this ip so they, they probably million. are oh, going to fuck 400 um, million got this damn next sequel dollars. to me damn. this next sequel to me will okay now we've established we've got the legacy character that we needed to have so people went to the first movie people are invested blah 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 like are you sure <laughs> you know what i mean but like in, but, in no, the studio in the studio yeah, acts, yeah, yeah. right yeah, yeah 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 okay now let's see what now let's see what david gordon green can do with it right as long as and this goes see, straight streaming then yeah oof. let's see what this next movie is and if this next movie is ass then i think there's probably a better chance of it like you know the whole thing of banging not just been a fluke right what's gonna happen with the sequel if they actually make one because are they going to tie it into they this have to make one i mean it... i i for one hope they do I think there's enough good stuff here that it makes me. I I won't even say cautious. Hopefully cautiously they optimistic, take all the good things I'm not and make another opt- movie. Make it better, please. And then take all the bad things out and just be like. But that's what I'm hoping for. That's kind of what I was alluding to. Is like the bad stuff feels like 
somebody interfered with a vision that was here. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping I, that... Because it was very know, different. Yeah. Like, here's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that the good stuff wasn't the studio and the interference was David Gordon Green. <laughs> I'm hoping it's the inverse of that and that David Gordon right, Green had... Yeah. The next one is just like 16 exorcisms. <laughs> and yeah, but, no, I Baby exorcisms. This, this, oh, this, movie in no, <laughs> this movie in no way made me cautiously optimistic. It just made me open to the idea of a sequel and seeing if it can improve. Because you see the potential that I do. I I see there's enough here for me to be. Yeah. What do you think you're, what is you, what is your theory for the next one? I don't necessarily have like a running theory, but we get to see a few things that I think can be played off in, or like expanded upon is a better way to put it in the next one. Like one thing that we get to like explicitly see, it's kind of just like a weird scene in general is we get to explicitly see the dad take the fucking dirt demon water whatever do you remember that yeah. like they pour and water he pours in the drain. and he pours in the drain we get to like see that which makes me think that like it's it, there's gonna be some sort of effect of something oh god service is yeah. fucked up uh, now the right exorcisms dear god <laughs> What I hope he doesn't do is I hope he doesn't go the direction of Halloween Kills, which I I like that movie well enough, but mm-hmm. is like now the whole town type of thing. Like that, I don't think that's the whole to, town's like exercise, like has to be exercised or some shit. I hope not. It's yeah. in the water supply. Okay. Oh god, so that, that's one. That's one thing I noticed that <laughs> oh I could see god, there being an open. The other thing, the other thing mm-hmm. is that don't we do, do get it. we do get a moment of like we just explained seeing Catherine. Right, that's the other yeah. daughter. Yes. We do get a moment of seeing her get captured, which makes me think that the next exorcism is going to be like an attempt to pull her back or something or like get her out of that space. Well, she did. What's the next one yeah, called? But... Deceiver. Deceiver. Uh... Maybe Retriever is not too far off and the third one is going to be Retrieving Catherine. But also, Maybe. also if it does, if, if David Gordon Green does what Halloween did. Mm. Oh no, we got to see, we got to see her like, Grave? No, that was for the mother. Okay, so then... what Halloween did is Halloween the the twenty eighteen one. Uh, Halloween kills. Wait. Okay, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Halloween kills is like it picks off immediately where that movie left off. Okay. Like it's the same night type of thing. Halloween, or whatever. Yeah. So what could happen is it it picks this Halloween, not Halloween. Sorry, this Exorcist. What Deceiver? Mm-hmm. Exorcist Deceiver picks up at like the exact same moment. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, and I, I could don't see. I don't know if I love that. I don't, I'm not saying I love it. I'm just yeah, saying no, like I'm, these I'm seem like open. That. I don't know if I love it. And I could also totally movie. see it where like the family is trying to communicate with her and that's how the next I'd be like, motherfuckers, happens. you just dealt with, you just survived yeah. an encounter. Hence, Why do this again? Deceiver. She does have little siblings too. Right. Hence, uh, hence Deceiver because like they're going to be t- thinking they're talking to her, but actually it's the thing that mm-hmm. pulled her into the water. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's not a whole, it, this is, I think. Body of the blood. Body and the blood. Body and the blood. Yeah. That was so creepy. You just said there was no creepy stuff in this that movie. That was creepy. Yeah. Body and the blood. I. Body and the blood. There's a reason they put that shit in the trailer. Body and the blood. Yeah, I thought that that I thought that the <laughs> I thought it was like underlying pretty creepy movie, but I think eh. it also just comes from like not imagery necessarily, but the idea of like yeah we've already talked about it, but like this kind of seemingly innocent thing creating this yeah. like really scary thing that's kind of a creepy idea the idea that you can be doing something fairly harmless and all of a sudden 
this horrible, unfathomable event happens is kind of a scary idea. Yeah. And there's it's terrifying. I I actually left the theater. We me and Oliver didn't talk about it, but much. But I was like, it's crazy to think about. Like, it's hard for me to wrap my head around people being possessed by demons, just because like mm. I've obviously never experienced anything remotely like that. And pray to God that I don't. I'm gonna knock on wood. Um, but it's hard for me to wrap my head around that actually happening. Mm. But there's like the part of me that's like. But, like, something creepy like this had to have happened if, like, so many people are talking about people being possessed and having to form exorcisms and they're making, like, movies about it and, like, oh, stories about it. Oh, and the fact it that it exists like, in, like, in various So it has places, to, yeah. like, exist in some Different. sort. It's, like, through history. And yeah, and it's just, like, that is fucking crazy to me. And yeah. that's that's the thing when it comes down to stories like this is the idea that it's one thing if it keeps popping up. It's like, oh, yeah, because we've talked about this before, like, because it popped up in other mediums and stuff. But when it pops up independently in other societies and cultures throughout history, that's when you're like, all right, pause. All right, this, this is not just a regional thing. This is, this is everywhere. Oh, what's going on here? Well, and that's kind of cool that they explored, like, the different religions in yeah. this, too, because it's, like, it's not just a Catholic thing. Everyone like has their approach to it, yeah. Everyone has their approach and beliefs in it. It no, I clearly happens. I in like every... that. That was cool. I, I, like I thought, it. I, yeah, I thought it was cool that we got to like pivot away from the just standard Catholic exorcism. I thought it was cool that, yeah, we got to see different interpretations of it and different approaches to it. And that was cool. I, and maybe the whole point of the orange scene is to add validation to that the r- ritual. Yeah, oh, the ritual. Okay. I was like, are you trying to put validation to the smoke itself? No, you meant that. No, no, no. Scene. I mean, yeah. like, maybe, maybe the whole point is to be like, so there's no denying that that actually positively impacted the yeah. exorcism. Oh yeah, dude, it it almost like I could maybe that is what it is. Maybe it's just so people don't go, "Oh, well, it's just the Catholic one that fixed." It. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like maybe that's why I still think it's a bit dumb, but you yeah. know, whatever. So like the orange smoke been done, but could have been done better probably. So that begs the question. So first off, by the sounds of it, this movie had the opposite of hype. It had like negative, like people hate it. Man. People hate it. Okay, people so hate it. okay, hold on. Pro- I think so, people are excited about it. Were they not? Not really. Okay, so actually, oh. this is a way of like describing hype. Did the film, and I think we already answered this, live up to the hate? No, mm, I don't think so. I don't hate this movie. Yeah, I, I agree. I don't. I don't hate this film. I, this film is actually decent. I actually. Decent. I think I'd go. I take. I like this one better than the first one. I already said what would you rate this. the first one? Ooh. Real quick. Ooh. Off the hip. Ooh. You haven't thought about it. It wasn't planned. Probably, probably like a two and a half. Damn! Middle of the road. That's rough. Damn. Yeah. Wow. Hot. It just didn't do anything Damn. for me. Wow. Ooh. So. It did, honestly, I, it did nothing for me. Interesting. I, so, I don't agree. I, I give it that high of a rating because there are like cool aspects like. <laughs> you say like that's a high rating and like, stuff oh. like that but it really didn't do anything interesting yeah i don't agree at all but i i think i think the original exorcist still holds up pretty well whereas a lot of kind of the granddaddy horror movies don't like i think that the original texas chainsaw massacre actually doesn't hold up that much oh, i've seen it many but, times I mean, every time also, i watch you, it i'm you not know like, me when it comes to yeah like, no no, no for sure like that I, i'm too. not I'm very critical like the whole shaking of the bed in the first one is just like 
so fucking cringy. It's just the first time ever. You know, yeah. It, you just have to like think of it very, through the lens of like this hasn't been seen before type of thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Like yeah. The first time someone's seen it back in the seventies, like oh, I did William freaking fucking shooting guns to scare people inside yeah. of the thing and like actually freezing people in the first Exorcist. Wait, like, what? They're cold breath is because he actually like it opened all the windows and made it fucking cold in the house god damn he shot he, a gun to like scare people yeah he, he purposely did some story. he like, could probably have a whole method other... acting right there like yeah. damn um Jeez. to answer your question yeah i don't think that the hate is deserved if that's what the question is yeah I, yeah i think that this movie let's see right now on letterboxd yep which is another reviewing thing it has a 2.1 out of five or foot out of five five Two point one. Ooh, and yeah. I think it has like a five on Metacritic and like a twenty percent on Rotten Tomato or something like that. Damn. And I think it is. Damn. I think that's that's twenty percent. F- I'm pretty sure is what the new Pet Cemetery has on Rotten Tomatoes, and that shit was bad. To me, this the to me Those this are not even on the same like level. To me, this movie can be perfectly encapsulated by this one review that I read on Letterboxd, which I'm going to read to you now, which is. Letterbox user, LMAO, this sucked, wasn't even scared. Also Letterbox user, Log Smile and Megan as top 10 horror movies of all time. I think that that is super true. Wait, pause, hold on. Megan, and, yeah, I don't want to get into it again, but Megan and Smile have had like this weird renaissance this year where it's like people like love uh, it. Love and it. I don't understand. I'm like, who are these people that are watching scary movies? You are not true horror fans. Wait, Smile and what? Megan. What? Megan. M three G A little like robot like AI. You haven't yeah. heard of Megan? Oh no, that one. Okay, I know what we you're actually, talking about. I mean, we actually we just, just watched it. Just watched that it. took a minute I for me. Like, to... I don't hate wait, it as much as smile, people thought but... that. Wait, how? Wait, did the people think it was decent or great? No, people think it's good. Great, yeah. And I, I don't. Okay, what? that's good, not the point. Like that's not the point. Uh, okay, the point <clears throat> of everything and me reading that comment is that it's all subjective. People are kind of dumb, myself included. It doesn't really matter. But I think that this movie... I'm as dumb to where you think Smile and Megan were the best horror movies. (laughs) I think that this movie doesn't deserve the hate. And I think that I, like, actually, the more that we've talked about it, it's created a really fun conversation tonight. Oh, fuck yeah. It's Yeah, there's a lot of dumb things. But Mm. to me, it's, like, kind of almost, like, funny dumb. It's not, like, pissing me off. It's It's difficult because there's, like... The good parts are so good. Yeah. And then the bad parts are just like It's like come spoiling on. the like the it's this like, tainting it in a way. It just is like, dude, really? Right, yeah. like, why did you do that? Like, you were on a roll. Why yeah. are you blowing it now? Yeah. It's like it's like if you had like a Bob Ross painting and someone threw a goddamn race car in it for no silly ass reason. Like, why the fuck are you throwing a race car yeah, yeah. Like at a cabin just seat? Trying to sprinkle in stuff to just to make it. It's like yeah. it's still a Bob Ross painting, it's still pretty fucking cool, but there's a fucking race car on it, which <laughs> yeah. is like, yeah. I, like, why'd you throw a flower I, on this bitch? What the fuck? Yeah. So I don't know. And you know, uh, to segue into another question we normally ask is like, is this movie for everyone no no we're gonna yeah i feel like that question for a horror movie is just like but is it for every every, do you think all horror fans would like it maybe that's a better way i think that's probably a better question for horror movies because like horror is just not for everyone like point blank period so and i could see let me let me say let me say this real quick uh a part of the conversation tonight has been that this movie isn't scary I could totally see this movie being scary to like casual horror viewers. I could see like, like people my that my best uh, friend probably would think it was scary. Yeah, for sure. Oh, the people okay. that to me, the people that find like I don't mean this is a dig, 
But like the people that find smile really uh, yeah. scary and horrifying. If they never I think that there's seen a I think that there's film in their life. I think that there's stuff here that is creepy and would if that type of like, oh, someone's staring at me with a smile on their face scares you, then I would think that like some fucking scary ass little child bleeding and crawling all over whatever, that would also That'd be more scary. So you mean tell me if know. they saw like the excess of red, like uh, not sorry, not excess. Um, if they saw like talk to me or hereditary or like seeing a Jujio Ito like manga, they would like lose their goddamn shit and have a heart attack. I don't know about that far, but I, I mean, like, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Like, oh, you're so, so innocent with whole movie. <laughs> so no, I don't think this. So to answer the question I just pitched, no, I don't think this movie would be for every horror fan. Clearly, people hate it and feel super strongly about it, Apparently. and that's fine. I think that all that, that being said. I think that there are people that will, I mean, I've seen it too. There are people that will really enjoy this movie, really love this movie. And I could see this being a movie that like really creeps out casual horror fans. Yeah, no, I can see that. It's definitely one of those things like if you focus on particularly those within the horror genre that appreciate it, if you're one that likes to see what's out there and especially the latest, like in terms of like what's being produced, check it out. But if you're the type that is very picky in regards to, like, you want to see the best of the best. You want to see things that are pushing the envelope, the things that are, like, going to potentially define the next decade of films when it comes down to horror. This is not it. I mean, maybe some ideas, but not truly, like, a genre-defining element. This, this I could see it. this movie being a cult classic. A or, cult classic. Ooh. I could see this movie. Maybe really? not a cult, I agree with Maybe that. not a cult classic. That was not, that was, I misspoke. Like I, having some sort of. An like, audience. Yeah, I think, an that, audience, I think yeah. that's a better, that's kind of what I meant. I think that I could see this movie maintaining an audience. Like maybe in like. After the, it's, like, after the next, yeah. Like five, seven years, people are like, yeah, this is right. I could see, yeah, there's plenty, <laughs> there's plenty of like obscure, small, somewhat mediocre horror movies, especially, that like have maintained very loyal. Mm-hmm audiences there are people that like genuinely believe like halloween h2o is like the best halloween or like you know love like, rob zombies halloween movies wasn't or whatever. Like, like, oh, that reminds me of like jason in space or some shit like that jason x jason yeah. x is a really good time is I, it will really? not, I will not have you disrespect jason x in this household that right there that right there i more so what i'm saying is like i don't jason think that this movie i <laughs> I, Jason goes to space. Are you kidding me? That's so funny. Oh, but Fast and Furious can't go to space? I don't want to have this conversation. <laughs> but oh. when the Pontiac goes to space, that's the issue. Yes, because that's goofy yeah, shit. It's, that's fucking dumb. <laughs> and Jason, Jason can go to space? It's in the future. Fuck! <laughs> I'm sorry. We I'm are sorry. in the future. Oh, we are in so the, the Pontiac going to space is so not that dumb. far off. Okay, no, no, okay. Why now I'm shutting this conversation every down. Every conversation now. has to go back to Fast and <laughs> We're gonna have to have this fucking like franchise like episode at some point. I can't watch it. We have Taylor, to. Taylor, you got your Mission Impossible franchise. I get my Fast and Furious franchise. Shannon so. unironically thinks they're good movies. Like actually, <laughs> fucking great! Oh my god! Hey, every movie has the Anyways, audience. Anyways, can we go. get back on track? Okay. So all so. I'm saying, all I'm saying <laughs> is that I could see this movie's not so bad that I think it's just gonna like disappear to obscurity. I think there's yeah. gonna be people that like continue watching this movie and like it. That's fair. And I could see myself every so like every couple of years or whatever throwing it on. Like it's like a good. I think it's a good enough time where I would do that. That's fair. You know, I yeah. That's all I mean. I don't think it's. 
The worst thing that a movie can do is be boring and just disappear into obscurity. And I don't think that this movie. Yeah, this do film that. is not exactly yeah. boring. There's enough, especially from the acting. Plenty of movies do. I mean, hell, Shannon and I, in the past five years of dating, we have seen so many movies, and so many of them I will never remember. And probably no one will. And all of them have been Shannon's recommendations. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. I have some good ass re- recommendations. Like After Sun. Yeah. That was my recommendation. No, it was not. Fuck okay. out of here. Okay. <laughs> Fuck out of here, men. Fuck out of here. <laughs> you did not. Okay. I can't have this okay. conversation yeah. because. Oh. All right. I'm oh. just going to ask this. I'm just going to ask this question. What would you rate the film? Yeah, I want to know what Oliver. Had I don't want to start because no, I feel like start. I no, I've been the one that's been the start. most on start. this film side. So okay, I'm not fine, do that. fuck no, it, I'll do I'm it. Not. Fuck. So, I would rate this film. Dun, 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 drum roll, please. Three. Okay, it's a solid three. So here's the thing: in terms of the things that's trying to explore and the things that it's trying to introduce, with like the multiple religious aspects of it, the different backgrounds, the dynamics between the families, and the acting is actually pretty solid in this film, and... The acting's pretty great. Yeah, yeah. I can't it's, think it's, of anybody in this movie... That, like, that phones in. Phone, yeah, yeah phones it's, in. it's actually pretty solid. Like, all across the board from, like, a technical standpoint, and just, like, the first, as we've talked about, the first two-thirds of the film, well, I would say first three-fourths of the film, not bad. It's actually pretty, pretty kosher. Makes yeah. things interesting. The exorcism itself, the literal, almost main reason you're going to the film in the first place, eh, yeah, it's, it's, and the connection. Eh. Not speaking for you, but for me, as before, I say what I would review it. The connection to the legacy characters and the pseudo connection to Reagan and stuff feels unnecessary. It's actually going to end. very unnecessary, and yeah. and it feels like there. it almost convolutes the story It'd a little bit more. It'd be different if there was like, to me, it'd be different if there was more meaning behind that. Like, if you took that out of the movie, then the movie wouldn't be as and, good. And for but, all, like, you could take that out of the movie and it'd and be it would, the literally yeah. same movie. And, yeah, I guess, true. Exactly. I guess the, uh, you know, I guess the asterisk is that it is a trilogy. Maybe those will be paid off in the next two movies. I don't know. Probably yeah, not. Probably but, not. But maybe they will. So I, like, I reserve Considering full... she got real quick. That was fucked up. That was yeah, fucked up. but she's still alive. You know, I don't yeah, know. But... Uh, I guess what I'm saying is, got that quick, then she needs to stay. I reserve away from exorcisms. <laughs> I reserve total penultimate judgment until the trilogy is completed or the next yeah. movie comes out. Fair I guess enough. that's kind of what I'm saying for myself. No, Not that enough. you have to share it, but no, no. Um, I, all in all, for its own individual installment, like I've as uh, ever since starting this uh, podcast, I've seen fuck ton better horror films and yeah like hell yeah, like this year alone talk tough. to me was and talk to me an independent like well yeah independent australian based like what is, be, this independent? is it is it australian it is yeah, australian. not new zealand that's in australia wait no. what it's <laughs> 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 an island off you of just, australia oh, there okay, okay, there that's there. Okay, sorry yeah. that's no, fair. i was about to say no, you were pissed off so many. Dude. It is a part of Australia. It is an island off of Australia. Wait, hold on. No, it's its, it's own not, independent yeah, country. It's its own country. It's not a part of Australia. You would have pissed off so same continent. No, it's not. No, you would have. You you pissing off so many New Zealanders. New Zealand right now. is not a part of Australia. No, it's its own independent like country. Are you okay? Anyways, okay. Sorry. So, you were saying I didn't yes, mean to like, derail and, you. And I'm just shocked that she, <laughs> yeah, an independent Australian film with I bet less budget is a much 
better. Oh, far smaller budget. Film. Yeah, no, yeah. small forward. It's a much better film compared to this. And yeah, not definitely. trying to, like, well, I, yes, I am comparing. But both are possession movies. Actually, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. That's a good point. Yeah. They're both possession movies. All right. Sorry, Australians and New Zealanders. Yeah, dummy. Okay. So, with that being said, um, both yeah. possession movies, <laughs> both are exploring, like, you know, the themes of loss and all that jazz. Actually, oh, shit. Both are exploring those similar concepts, like a lost parent and all that jazz. And all that blah, blah, blah. Yeah, there's plenty of parallels that yeah, can be made. Yeah. Sure. Shit. Single, Could be an idea dad. for a future discussion, actually. Dead mom? Mm. Dead moms? Dead moms, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, okay. Before we dive into a, a extra discussion, I'm just going to say this. There are already existing films from... Listen was to our Talk released? To Me podcast. Yes. It was released this month, right? No, last month. Probably Exorcist? Last month. No, the Talk To Me. Uh, last month, it, yeah. Last probably month. last month, if not even... The, no, maybe even the month before. It's, it's on Blu-ray maybe, now. Yeah. Oh, shit. It's Damn. out on physical media. Yeah. So, Considering please, we've released, like... At least two other episodes since then. True. So, All right. So this film was released this year. Probably more than two. It's months, it's kind of hard to recommend this film when there's another good one. But again, if you like the Exodus franchise and you want to see what's out there, check it out. And yeah, that's my TED talk. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> if we are comparing apples to apples, just possession movies. Yeah, I think Talk to Me is far <coughs> far superior. We oh, got a po- Shannon and I got a poster of it mm-hmm. in our house. We think that movie's oh, really good. It. Yep. Oliver right actually ordered the creepy hand. I did. So what? Be on the table. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, talk to did me. Did you not watch the fucking film? Well, I'm not going to actually. Yeah, we can talk. Anyways, different discussion. No, fuck that shit. No. <laughs> different, <laughs> different discussion. <laughs> I think, yeah, as far as a possession movie goes, talk to me is better. Yep. Hands down, no holds barred, just, whatever. Just slaps. I stand... That I think this movie does a lot of things really well. It I was engaged throughout the whole movie. Ooh, ooh. I yeah, I have plenty of issues, but they don't ruin the movie for me. Yeah. I'd watch it again. I think I'm gonna be pretty generous here and say that I would give this movie a three and a half. Okay, that's fair. I think a three and a half. I actually I, I, left, if you gave it a four, I would have like contested shit. I, out of you. <laughs> I actually yeah. When I first left, my first reaction immediately leaving the theater which is probably different than most people that saw this movie is i was like fuck that was really good i was like pretty hyped about it and what? i think it's yeah what I, did you rate it on letterbox i think if i if i reviewed it the second he, i left he always reviews movies the second if i if i reviewed it the second i left i might have given it a four i can double check Damn. but i think i think as i've gotten to sit on it and stew on it a little bit more yeah. i'm like ah it's not a four movie it, yeah. it's it's I had a good time with it. There's yeah. a lot of things I really liked about it. And again, maybe it's because the conversation around it has been so negative mm-hmm. that that was part of it too. It it's actually like, boiled down. Hold on. Hold on. This isn't, a, <laughs> to me, this isn't a one to two star movie. Like this is a good movie. And so I was riding a high when I left it maybe. But oh, yeah. I I think three and a half. I feel you pretty. give it a three and a half on Letterboxd as I, well. I did. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, sweet. Yeah. That's consistent. Yeah, I think it's, pretty good like it has a lot of issues and maybe if i sounds ironic or stupid but maybe if i went into this and i only wanted to see the exorcism i'm like god i just want to see a good exorcism (laughs) then i'd be more pissed off and and i and i i i see the irony in that because it's literally the exorcist right Mm -hmm. but i don't i don't watch necessarily the first exorcist just for the exorcism i kind of watch it for everything else around it as well just like most possession movies. And uh, 
yeah, I think that this movie is a pretty good time. I would definitely check it out again. I think it has dumb moments, but I am open to sequels that will come. Okay. And I think David Gordon Green is not as bad a filmmaker as people say he is. Oh, shit. If he, if, for the record, if he sucks as a human being, and I just don't know that, <laughs> you suck, David Gordon Green, but I think that the movies that he's made in this trilogy... Does he suck? Why I don't he, know. Why are you saying he people, sucks? I don't know. People fucking hate him, and I don't know why. Oh, really? Yeah. They can just hate him because they just don't like his I don't taste, think it's... Uh, yeah, I, I, I think it's, it's his artistic. It's like, weird, right? No, I don't think so. Uh, I haven't read anything, but, but Shannon, what is your rating for the film? I also give it a three out of five, which is why I'm surprised that Oliver gives it a three out of five. You have a three and a half. <laughs> I was saying three and a half in my head. It was coming out as three out of five. I was thinking I'm sorry, three. But I just, just see your face. You know, that, the, the you, know that, you know that meme where the woman is like kind of squinting and all the the, the math day. the math is like laughing behind her head. That was exactly the face she just like, made. Trying to calculate <laughs> Yo, that shit. See I that was, line? I was <laughs> so confused because in my mind I was saying three and a half. So when he said that to me, I was like, "What are you talking about? Like I'm saying three and a half." So Oliver, you remember how you mentioned earlier about like confusion? That was just that my neighbor was just. <laughs> so Shannon would give it a three and a half. Yes. Not a three out of five, a three and a half. Okay. Damn. Which is why I was crying. Which is why I was so confused that you also I like you gave it a three three. Three and a half. Three and a half. Why is that so hard to say? Because it seemed like you liked it a little bit more than I did. But I thought it was a good movie. Like it wasn't a bad movie. Like I enjoyed watching it. I just think it could have been better. Yeah. yeah, and I feel like that's kind of how we all felt yeah. now talking about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I really thought you were gonna give it like a four, four and a half. Oh no, 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 no! Like certainly not a four and a half. And again, like maybe right after I left the theater because I was sh- frankly shocked that it wasn't a dumpster fire. <laughs> that yeah. maybe maybe if you trash. asked me right then, it maybe I'd be like, trash. yeah, that's a four. But like again, kind of as it s- sat and stewed with me, I was like, I kept. Like, oh, that was a really cool moment. Oh, that was a really cool yeah. scene. But for like every two or three of those, oh, that was a really cool moment. I was like, ah, oh, that's really dumb. Now that I think back on it. Dude, it's like if this film was in the oven for a little bit longer and they ironed out some of the bits and took out some cringe, it could have been a, actually a pretty mm-hmm. damn decent ass good film. I would say yeah. it could probably be the best Exorcist since the original Exorcist. Could have. But as we mentioned, I there are certain. I feel like it is. It might be. You haven't seen the other ones. True. But yeah. uh, considering what considering we've I mentioned like already, one, there are yeah, certain true. things that just like literally like kneecap it down to where it is now, where it's like a mid-tier film. And it's just, the, the, there's potential, but it is kind of lost. Yeah. So I guess we'll see if it recaptures the potential in the sequel. I guess we'll follow up in a year or two. Uh, yeah, whenever, whenever that it comes ends out. up coming yeah, out. It comes out. If it does yeah. come out, who knows? This has been getting panned so much. Who knows? Yeah. But this has been a very spooky Halloween episode. Spooky. Actually, it hasn't been spooky at all. Yuki is we what we like to say. Yuki's our dog. I mean, spooky I'm, I'm Yuki, one, look at her. I'm one tall boy 
down of yep. this <sighs> darkest hour. Shannon is probably one and a half. Yeah, one and a half. One and a half Get down. In. Yeah, and this has been it. This is this is yeah. our Halloween episode. Woo! But when you're listening to this, it may even be a few days before. Yeah, that's true. But like, fuck it, yes. we're gonna give it to you guys. We will release it to you a few days before Halloween, so you can listen to it. Assuming everything goes to plan. <laughs> yes. We'll listen to this <laughs> after that. As long as the, uh, the technology that we have doesn't get possessed in itself, then we should be also good. have fun listening to this two-hour fucking podcast. Because yeah, we're just about. Holy hours, shit! So. All right. All right. Okay, we're well, well, two hours. All right. Fuck. Happy All right. Halloween. Take right. your Peace. candy. See ya. Hey everyone, if you want more Cinema Hangover, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. We also post episodes on Spotify, iTunes, and SoundCloud. If you have any movie suggestions or questions, drop a comment on any of our social medias. Also, if you have any drink recommendations, be sure to let us know. And again, thank you for listening.